So guys, welcome to the Business and Life podcast by Ben Percival and Wayne Wright. Um, so today's topic is actually around delegation. So, you know, as you try and build up the business, as you try and grow, I guess, what you're trying to grow, it's, I think, in my opinion, quite important to delegate. So we're going to dive into the topic maybe around how to delegate, um, tools that you learning in order to delegate in order to systemize stuff because as you grow you know you want to make sure that the the value or the activities that you work on are high revenue generating activities right yeah so um it's important at I least not on mind yeah. that comes down to the main crux of delegation mm-hmm. it's like what do you want to be spending your time on yep. as the business owner do you want to spend your time on doing small bits of admin that aren't actually going to be revenue generating or do you want to spend more of your time on bringing in new business or going out to really important meetings, pitching your yep. business, those kind of things. So how, what's your, I mean, it honestly doesn't come out naturally to me to just like not focus on admin stuff because it kind of like, you're kind of like trying to swim towards the revenue-generating activities, but all the fucking admin stuff pulls you or drags you down. Right? <laughs> yeah, it does. It's, it's like swimming against the tide. Yeah. I agree, though. It's, it's tough. I'm really bad at delegation, or I have been. I'm getting better at it. It's definitely an area that I can improve on, but I think a lot of entrepreneurs are the same. They don't want to give up all of the... They, they don't want to give up what they've built in the company, so they're worried that by delegating to someone else, they're not going to be able to perform the task as well. Yep. And also, they don't want to be giving up that, that equity. So that means that if they're paying someone, essentially paying someone that they could be paying themselves. Yep. And that was my kind of thought process. So so we brought a couple of people into the business, and we're paying them sort of yeah, a few thousand a month or whatever. That's like a few thousand a month that I don't have, that I could be having if I was doing their roles. Yep. Now, could I do their roles? Yes. But if having them in the business was actually better for the business overall and it was prospering more, then I'm getting more than a few thousand a month in gener- revenue generation by spending more of my time on the more important activities. And How that do you was calculate a- that? Yeah, well, actually, I didn't calculate it. So my business partner's like, I think we should bring this guy in because he was kind of swamped with his work. And I was like, well, you know, I don't mind taking up a bit of the slack and I can work a bit more, a few more hours in the evening or whatever. But then I think we both, we brought this guy in to sort of help us with the marketing and the operations. And uh, since he has, it's just freed up my time to focus more on doing acquisitions, funding and, and going out pitching to investors. And the operations marketing guy has now gone out and done the things that I was trying to do as well, which taking up a lot of my time so the things like when you take over a business just revamping their whole marketing department sales and revamping the website little things that people don't think make a difference but actually if if you're spending a few thousand months on one guy to do that across all your businesses and you've got 20 odd businesses you're gonna instantly see some some positive outcomes from what they're doing. And that's, that's, so that kind of taught me, that was kind of my first, because I, I've, all the businesses I've owned, I've pretty much run myself, yep. me and maybe a VA, and I've been managing basically all of them myself. Yep. Uh, a couple of employees, but like not doing, doing, diff, doing things that were necessary, sort of like manufacturing or whatever it was. But in terms of sort of, I guess you call it head office roles and sort of admin and 
I, I, I always wanted to do that myself. But it turns out that actually bringing someone in to do that has massively helped and the businesses have grown and with our strategy, they just kind of get on with it. Yep. And what, what, um, so say you're, you're starting to try to, you know, say you know that if you focus on having new calls, jumping on new offers and making new offers is what's going to bring in business, but you're, you know, being told to do this admin stuff or this accounting software, uh, you have to manage your bills, your accounting, all, all that kind of stuff. How do you, like, first of all, when do you make the decision to try and delegate that? S- second of all, how do you obviously recruit someone? Is Recruiting the right people is quite tough. Like, it's, yeah. it's never an easy thing. I think the when you when you take over a business initially, you need to have in your mind about what's going to happen post-sale. So when I invest in this business or buy this business, who is going to be taking those responsibilities if the owner's leaving or if anyone's leaving? And that's something you always need to think about before. I remember I, we bought a business a year ago and the, the owner thought that I was going to be running the finance and the bookkeeping. I was like, I don't have time to spend 12 hours a week on bookkeeping. Like, uh, 12 hours a week is not, that's not what my time is best spent on. Yeah. So, so yeah, I would say you need to know before you go in what roles are going to be filled. Um, and I, I would say as well that if you're, if you are managing the business and you're managing the previous owner, the owner has expectations of what you're going to be doing. Some people really assume that because you're buying a business, you're suddenly going to be really actively involved day to day in that business. So they're sort of like, oh, well, what role are you going to have? So this was very early on when we started. And I was sort of saying, well, we don't really have a day to day operational role. We have sort of a a strategy role and initially it was sort of hard to explain to them um, and we've got better at sort of explaining ourselves to them now but but I think setting expectations to the owners that we're actually not in the businesses we're, we'll talk to them every week and they can contact us as much as they like but oh, really? all, you let them contact you as much as they like yeah well, we do but we don't encourage it I mean we encourage it but we don't at the same time it's sort of like you're now the managing director, so if there's small problems, you can solve those. Like I don't want someone coming and calling up to me and saying, oh, oh, this bookkeeper's put this in wrong and that's been in wrong. And I'm like, well, like, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, go and tell them to fix it, you know? That's time not well spent, in my opinion. Um, but but I, think it's, I think it's important because the, we're in contact with them regularly and... I like to have that oversight over my companies. I know that it might be a bit different in your case. You're kind of a bit more passive on your own style. How, how do you manage? Like, do you have a, like an accounting software that shows you where the business is at, at every single day? Like, okay, what's the cash situation? What's the P&L looking like? Is that something that you've got? Or Well, we have access to the bank accounts, obviously, so we see what's in the bank. But mostly we do weekly reporting. So every week, each of the managing directors reports on what's come in, what's gone out. What if it's a if it's a B two C? So what customer payments have come in? Um, if it's a B two B, sort of where the process is. It depends per each business, but generally we have a reporting structure in place where we have oversight over what's going on every week. Um, there's no point in seeing it day to day unless there's an absolute emergency. But week by week, we can tell where the business is going, and month by month, if it's going in the right direction. And how how do you manage? Um... Okay, that makes sense. I mean, we, we, let's just keep it 
like you know delegation wise um so you found out that i guess you've looked at the activities that you do on a daily basis and you've looked at them and you've been like judgmental of the ones that don't actually generate dollars right exactly you have to kind of determine okay what what roles do i absolutely 100% necessary for me to do there may be some admin that is 100% necessary for me as an owner yeah um there's a lot of admin that's not so we like to be involved in the hiring for example but we yep. don't need to be involved in the entire hiring process so we have people in our team get candidates first and have a first conversation with them and then we come in later on rather than us sort of going through a, a number of candidates until we find the right one and we've got we've got recruiters and we've got other people in our team that have conversations first so that we're not spending yeah. hours every day recruiting and do you use SOPs? So, like, for for the people that are listening, SOPs are standard operating procedures in order to try and, you know, have, like, a step-by-step uh, kind of like instruction manual in order to delegate some activities. Is that something you guys use on your end? No, not really. And okay. We do have a... We work quite a lot with spreadsheets, generally. I mean, it's quite old school, but we kind of work with spreadsheets. We do monthly meetings, and in those monthly meetings, we go through, this is what we want you to achieve next month or over the next three months and every month we go through how the progress they've made across all of these things and um, generally as long as there's some good progress across each of our sort of KPIs and each of our points of strategy then it it works yeah yeah yeah. but are you are you passive though so I know we've spoken a bit before about this you're a bit more we're quite actively involved but you take a bit more of a passive approach uh, to be honest, it's more like a strategic approach. So the idea is to have an MD manage the business day to day, so that we can just jump on monthly calls and and have, I guess, see what's working, what isn't, and then how to change the strategy. Uh, yeah. My role is really to bring in like new business and new acquisitions to the to the table. Um, so it's almost like a sourcing partner. Sourcing, talking to business owners, uh, qualifying business owners before we talk to them. And then working on the closing, and that, to be honest, takes off most of my most of my living, yeah, existence. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> so have you have you managed to delegate any of that process? And are you comfortable yeah. delegating some of that process? Um, I'm super comfortable. Um, I, I guess the more I've learned that you empower, like the more you empower the people, the more they empower themselves. So it's kind of like if you micromanage. They're just gonna expect that they're gonna be micromanaged all, all day. The time. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a pain in the ass. So people and people are intelligent, right? Like you hire them because of a reason. And yeah. they and if you power that intelligence and that self you know, thought process. Yeah. Um, they tend to come up with really good ideas. And Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. That's I think that's one of the most important things. Finding because when we hire, we don't necessarily hire people in the industry. What we like to hire is a good quality candidate who we think has excellent potential yeah. and we can train up going forward. And, and I don't think it matters too much where they have been. What matters is where we think they can go. So if, if whatever age they are, old, young, if we think they've got potential and with the right direction and with our, you know, the right advice and guidance from us, then we know that they can go and do something and accomplish something. Yep, yep. Yep. So I think I guess a key point is learning how to delegate 
like being patient as well I think it's a, an important one um, people people don't get it well at first you need to be patient um, and maybe you sacrifice some some cash in the short term from your own pocket to yeah. to train these people up to actually free up the time because we're looking at hiring an executive assistant and I know that there's a lot of admin tasks that would be useful to be covered by that executive assistant I'm not very I can be disorganized sometimes so it would be nice to have someone that is helpful in organizing but I just don't know how that structure would work because I've never had an executive assistant I don't know what to delegate to her so the process is probably going to be she's not going to have much work to start with because I'm not sure what to delegate so I'll be paying her but she might not actually have a lot to do and it will slowly kind of evolve and you have to train these people up I've spoken to a lot of people that have had executive assistants and they say the most important thing in an executive assistant is they are there for the long term because you spend a lot of time training these guys up to kind of react and work with you. I know one of the old firms I used to work for, the partner, his executive assistant, worked for him for like 30 years. Wow. Yeah, and they just worked together the whole time because he just knew that she knew whatever he asked her to do, she would do it right. And I think there's so much value in that, having someone like that. We've got one within Apollinity Capital. She's incredible. Like, she's excellent. Um, Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, it's kind of like when you start working with someone else, uh, you need at least, like, two, three months of integration in order to, like, really get it to each other. Um, I've been working personally with her for about a year and a half, and she's really, really, really good. And, yeah, she kind of, like, is the mum that everyone needs in the the business (laughs) environment. So what does she do? What does she do for the company? Uh, like calendars. Um, she arranges a bit of the CRM, NDAs, so things like DocuSign, um, legal stuff. So she, she would like redraft, say, a head of terms that we need to have redrafted based on maybe the information that we send to her, and she will redraft it and send it over. To be honest, that's kind of like things that we could do. but oh, Just the time. They, uh, yeah. they take like 20 minutes. And by the time you realize, oh shit, twenty minutes has passed, and I need to focus on something else, yeah, it just really adds up long term. Um, so, so in a, in a business, when do you think you should start to delegate? Because there's a point where if you start delegating too early, and you don't have any sales, you're going to go, and you you suddenly, I know there's people that suddenly hire four or five people, sort of act like they're this massive company or this big company, and they've only they're just a startup and they've got a small amount of funding or no funding, and they're just trying to grow organically? Uh, that's a great question. That's a great point. Um, I know how to hire, like, salespeople because you can, like, manage KPIs. You can manage, you know, like, okay, if I put $10 into this person and they hit the seven KPIs, I'm expecting more or less to get 40 in return, so it's I get, like, bad. the difference. Yeah. But with, you know, more operational-type, like, situations... It's quite, it's quite, it's quite tough to be honest. Yeah, I think you have to do an analysis. Really, you have to do yep. a financial analysis yep. of yep. what is this guy going to bring in, and if he and if he comes in and he takes up all the operational time from me, so that I and then focused on doing other revenue generation tasks like increasing sales or whatever it is, then how much do I think I could increase sales if that was my entire time spent on sales? Yep. And as a business owner, essentially, your role is strategy. In, in SME, your role is strategy and sales, like yep. revenue generation top line. That's your role. Yep. Yep. And yep. so you want to be focusing the majority of your time on trying to bring in as much sales as possible. Whatever, whatever method you're doing to do that, 
whether it's trying to bring in new, more salespeople, whether it's going out to clients directly or working with marketing, whatever it is, that's your goal, just yeah. bringing in more sales. So if you do the analysis and work out, okay, by doing, by spending 3000 a month bringing in this guy, actually that's going to free up my time to make 10000 a month with a margin of 5000 a month. So that's going to be worthwhile. Okay, maybe one or two months it will take me to train him up and him to get used to what I used to do. And maybe it will take one or two months until me fit in the role. Yep. And you take that short-term hit for that long-term gain, essentially. Yep. Yep. So, so true. I mean, sales is like what solves everything. Like every single problem that you've got will be solved by making more sales, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, no, like it, it just really comes down to how much money can you make, and then from there you'll get like different problems, such as managing the cash, managing you know operations, employees, etc. But if you don't, if you can't generate cash, then and just, another another note on delegation: you don't also have to delegate to a new employee. You can you can delegate to a company. So there are companies out there that act as employees. So yeah. what we've done, instead of hiring an HR lady or man, we could hire an HR company for a fraction of the price that take care of all of our HR issues and all of the signing on, all the employment contracts, everything like that, for a yeah. small fee each month across all of our companies. Yeah. Whereas we would have to have one HR person and it would cost more money that way. So. There are companies out there that will do a lot of the work that you don't need to bring in house necessarily, and that's something that you should look at as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess as a in a summary, you know, if you can delegate anything that's not generating revenue, or delegate things that are generating revenue, but in a way that makes sense financially, yeah. I think I would try and do that as soon as possible, as long as you can afford it. I would say. I think that's a great summary. I think that first point is a great summary. Just say, if you if you're if you can delegate tasks that aren't generating revenue, delegate them. Simple yep. as that. Yeah. Because as a business owner, your role is to generate revenue. Yeah. That's, that's it. That, that simple. Yeah. That's it. Like you generate cash, you make a, like essentially business comes down to cash generation, producing that cash generation at a cost that's less than what you get in in yeah. managing the profit or the cash in the business yeah, and then managing the fulfillment of that and repeating the process again and again and again without causing major troubles in the fulfillment or in the cash in the business that's what it comes down to no yeah I would say. yeah yeah and if you if you can delegate someone to take care of the tasks that aren't revenue generation that's just massive focus yeah. all your time on revenue generation yeah, yeah. So great. Yeah, nice. So well, there you go, guys. That's the uh, end of our podcast. Make sure to give us a like. Give our give our uh, podcast a review as well if you like. Yeah. Share it with friends. It's always good to uh, get some new people into the community. Yep. And yeah, we'll. Uh, We're opening a, a Discord channel, guys. Um, it's called a uh, Business in Life podcast, I believe. Is it? Yeah, but I would have to give them a Discord link. So. I'll start putting that Discord link in the in the description of the video if I can. That yep. might help. Yep, sounds good. Okay, guys. Very right, guys. Good talk. Yep. Good stuff. Thank you, guys. Have a good day.